Percy, we're going to meet Steve Strang today. Now, introduce us to Steve. Steve is a media a CEO that has printed and published stories of faith and, and the walk of Christianity, who now finds himself being the subject of his own story as he was diagnosed with prostate cancer and helps us to understand how important it is to take charge of one's own health care. He learned that lesson that we all need to learn. And it's a lesson that we need to incorporate sooner than later, because at some point in time, any one of us may find ourselves in his situation. And what will we do? And how will we respond? That's coming up next. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. It's great to have you with us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and we are responsible for taking care of our own bodies. We absolutely are. As a matter of fact, the Word of God mandates and charges us to understand that with regard to our physical beings, and we need to be responsible for that. We need to be responsible to live right and pray about our treatment options when faced with a health crisis. So we'll learn more about that as we get into the conversation today with Steve Strang coming up in just a moment. You want to say more about where we're headed? Well, we're going to drive down the road today of personal responsibility and accountability. At the end of the day, I truly believe that most people are sitting on the sideline of life blaming things on God or blaming things on the devil. And I believe the devil sits outside of many of our homes for those of us who believe in the devil. And he He's crying on the curb saying they always blame everything on me. And the fact of the matter is there are some things that we need to take ownership of that we just simply have not done. Hopefully we'll all get that lesson as we listen now. Absolutely. Okay. Now, we have a resource that fits right into this topic today. It's called Reducing Your Risk for Cancer. There are some things that we can do. What are some of the things? Well, there are several points that we stress in this resource. Research suggests that staying active, for example, can potentially reduce your risk of cancer. And being active may also potentially help by achieving and maintaining a healthy body weight. There are also some things that we can do to potentially help support our immune system. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating clean, fresh fruit, fruits and foods, washing your hands, a good night's rest, etc. And then how about the fact that at the end of the day, we need to monitor and manage our stress oh, levels. Yeah. So again, we must take a take charge and accountability to the stress that we are allowing to to dictate and formulate schools of thought in our life and then maintaining a balanced diet. These are all part of the resource that we're offering free of charge that you can download to remind yourself and support others with about the possibility of things that will help to reduce your risk of cancer. Percy wrote this for our benefit and it's available to you free of charge right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And by the way, let me thank you for listening to our podcast today and each week, especially those of you who are subscribers to the podcast. Percy, this is so encouraging to us, and this is why we do what we do. Well, at the end of the day, we want to make an investment in the the community of faith and to people uh, who are looking for sources of hope and inspiration. And so please subscribe and uh, receive this program on a weekly basis that you can listen at your own leisure and that you can be hopefully encouraged each and every week as you find strength and help as you work through the possibilities and the, and the potentialities of dealing with cancer. To be certain you never miss 
an episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration, you can subscribe through our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You'll get an automatic notification of the podcast as it's released. You can also go to Apple iTunes. And when you go to Apple iTunes, make sure you leave a review of what you've listened to on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Thanks so much for doing that. We really appreciate you. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. I hope you'll visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And when you do, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, just before we turn to the interview you did with Steve Strang, why don't you open God's Word for us? Our spiritual nugget, my friend, as you have requested, is found in 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, verse 19. And we've used this scripture often, but it is probably the most applicable scripture for being accountable and responsible for our physical well-being as believers. And it states as we read, what, question mark? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We often talk about we want to glorify God, Wayne, and that's part of our our worship music and Mm -hmm. our praise music is one of the popular lyrics. How do I glorify God or I want to glorify you? Well, according to this scripture, we need to take ownership and accountability of what happens to our physical body so that we can offer up uh, glory to the Lord. And so today, be challenged by the word of God that your body does not belong to you. It belongs to God, and he purchased it at a high price, but he is expecting us to do something with it, for it, and about it. Our guest believes that strongly, and here's Percy now to talk with Steve Strang. Well, I am super excited today. Uh, we have on our show, and I know I say that all the time with all of our guests, and I really do mean that, but we have Steve Strang, who is the founder and CEO of Charisma Media joining us today. How are you, sir? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. It's a privilege to be with you. Thank you so much. And uh, for our listening audience, many of them are probably familiar with you and obviously uh, all of the media work that you do from a publishing perspective. Charisma Magazine and etc. So uh, we we really thank you for taking time out of what I'm sure is a busy schedule for you to talk to us today about an important conversation. And you can speak to this very directly as uh, about six or five and a half years ago, six years ago, uh, you were diagnosed with prostate cancer. Is that not correct, sir? That's right. It's a diagnosis I thought I would never have. And, you know, I mean, it's something that kind of changes your life. But I've found out a lot about prostate cancer, and since I've been through this, both my only brother and my very best friend have both been diagnosed with prostate cancer. So, I mean, this is up close and personal. A doctor did tell me that if you have cancer, uh, prostate cancer is probably the best one to have because it's very slow-growing, and if you catch it early enough, you can get rid of it. So, you know, I'm totally cancer-free. Well, praise God that you are cancer-free at this point. But I think it's interesting to note, according to the U.S. National Library of Medicine, 
and U.S. statistics show that either one in five or one in six men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer during their lifetime. I had to learn about prostate cancer, and frankly, I had to take control over my own health, which for me is the most important thing I've tried to share with others in the time since then. Many men, or even most men, passively go along with whatever their doctor wants them to do, and this is not to disparage doctors. This has been my experience. Well, and, and I think what the point that you raise, and I do appreciate the fact is, is being able to embrace and take ownership of our health. If, if nothing else, the, the overriding message here is that we can't be in the, in the passenger uh, portion of the vehicle. We've got to get up front and we've got to, and particularly men, and you're, you're exactly right, uh, of all of the cancers uh, that, that men particularly deal with, uh, this is probably the most treatable of most cancers if caught early. So, uh, And it's the most common. And it is the men. most common. For men, it's kind of the equivalent of, uh, and maybe I'm not saying this right, uh, of breast cancer for women. I mean, they're two very different kinds of cancers. For me, it was six months from when I was diagnosed. It was slow growing. It was in stage one, but it was moving till stage two. Mm-hmm. But the nerves that hand that uh, deal with those things are down there. And in the old days, uh, they would uh, they would cut the nerves, and men would be impotent the rest of their lives, right. and they would often be incontinent, which means you have to wear a diaper. Yeah. And for some men who go through this, um, the cure is worse than the disease. And uh, if you just kind of blindly rush into some kind of surgery and don't have the right doctor um, or don't get the right treatment, it can be, they call them side effects. And thankfully, I did a new treatment that was not even approved by the FDA. Uh, It was approved in all the modern countries all over the world, but not the United States. It's called uh, high-intense focused ultrasound. They call it HIFU, H-I-F-U for short. Mm -hmm. And they... They focus ultrasound in the same way that, or, or the way I explain it to people, is most people sort of understand that they focus light and it becomes laser and, you know, they can do surgery with laser. And, and with eyes, and I've had cataract surgery uh, since I had prostate cancer treatment, uh, you know, laser is almost 100%. Nobody would use a scalpel anymore. Right, right. Uh, and in a somewhat similar way, uh, HIFU will replace scalpel. I believe someday it'll become the treatment of choice, but I had to actually go out of the United States and I had to pay for it out of my own pocket. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people wouldn't be able to pay for it out of their own pocket, but, you know, I had some savings, but if I hadn't had savings, I would have sold my car or something, mm-hmm. you know, to get the money because your health is more important than, I mean, you buy a car and after a few years, it's, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. old and you got to get a new one. Absolutely. But your health stays with you the rest of your life. I appreciate you sharing that. Let's shift gears if we can. Uh, one of the things that's interesting that I think is important to this conversation and to this audience, and as I was reading uh, an article that was published uh, through Charisma about your story, was that uh, you stated after five years what God taught you about fear, faith, and cancer. What did God teach you about fear, faith, and cancer? Well, you know, as a, as a Christian, I believe that God heals, and I believe that God um, used the doctor and led me to the right treatment. But I did not just do prayer. Mm. But yet it was a spiritual experience, because there was a lot of fear. Sure. Um, first of all, 
my PSA had been a little bit elevated. And so, you know, the urologist and I were watching it. And I finally realized that I just needed to know and, and, and really, as of it is right now, the only way you can really know with prostate cancer is for them to take a biopsy and to find out that there's actually cancer cells down there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do a biopsy, so I just kind of put it off. But I took a DNA test. I took a DNA test to find out mm-hmm. who my ancestors were. Okay. But the DNA test gave health risk, which I did not really expect. Mm. And I mean, there's a risk of everything from uh, ha- uh, tape tasting tart a certain way or, I mean, just all kinds of things I never even thought of. But my number one health risk over everything else was the chance for prostate cancer. My chance was 44%. Wow. And I thought, you know what? I'm genetically predisposed. It doesn't mean you'll get prostate cancer. It just means you're more likely to. And I fully expected the doctor to tell me I was fine. So when I went in for the results, and he told me I had cancer. I was shocked. Okay. I couldn't believe it. Now, yeah. I, as I think about it, I probably didn't want to believe it. Sure. But uh, before I left the doctor's office, they had a bag with all this stuff. I was a cancer patient. They were on the phone with me, uh, scheduling appointments. It was. Mm. But I'll tell you one personal thing. While I was at the doctor's office, while I was there, mm-hmm. hadn't talked to anybody, my mother texts me and tells me that a favorite aunt had just died. Now, she was way, way up in years, Okay. and and we knew that it was close. And I remember thinking, and my mother was actually out there with her when she died, uh-huh. and I remember thinking, Mother, I cannot handle this. Mm. I was just told I had cancer. I can't call you till the later in the day, and that's what I did. I, I called her later in the day, and, and, of course, you know, did all the things I should as a good nephew and a good son. Mm-hmm. But I can remember just thinking, I cannot handle this. I'm, I'm dealing with my own mortality. And also, I knew enough about prostate cancer to know about these nasty side effects. Sure. I, and I'm young enough to think, you know what, I, I do not. Some, some men, who when they're really old, they kind of don't care about that kind of stuff. No, that's important. Most though. men do. Yeah, and when important. men talk about it, and I found the cancer patients are very, very open in fact, uh, someone said it's like joining a fraternity that you didn't really want to join, but I never had anyone uh, fail to be compassionate or encouraging or answer a question. Oh, and I've tried to do that, too, as well. Yeah. But I'm just saying that you have to investigate it, and it's your life, not your doctor. You can be the best doctor in the world, but you're one of you know, a couple thousand patients. Yeah, well, you you need to take control of, of what happens to you from a medical perspective. There's no question about that. And and we, we reiterate that on our show all the time uh, with regard to encouraging people to be to be partners in their health care and be facilitators of the conversation. So you are a- exactly correct, a thousand percent. Now, as I read through your article a little bit, I also saw an interesting statement that I'd like to tap into just for a second. And you already touched upon it just a little bit. And you said that when you was originally diagnosed that you had to deal with your own emotions. What were some of your emotions you had to deal with, Steve? Well, I was starting to describe it. Um, you know, I had to grapple with the fact that I really did have cancer. It really was life-threatening, which, you know, for my age, I think I'm in pretty good shape. In uh-huh. fact, can I brag and say that I did 35 pull-ups at the gym yesterday? Hey. And uh, most men my age, or most men can't even do that. I mean, you know, it's important to me to be in shape. Sure. I did not feel sick. 
And most of the men who die of prostate cancer did not have it, did not catch it early, waited until they got sick. And then when they got sick, um, you know, it it was too late. In fact, I have a very good friend. I mean, he was a good friend years ago. He died probably about 10 years ago of prostate cancer, and he did, um, you know, of what I'm talking about. And, uh, I, in fact, I think he's the only person I knew personally who uh, died of prostate cancer. So, um, you know, it's very serious. Okay. And uh, I just think that it's very important for um, people to be checked. In fact, we haven't talked about this at all, but there's, uh, in fact, Someone told me that all men should be checked at age 40 unless maybe you had a family member who died of prostate cancer, and then it's maybe even a little earlier than that. A doctor should be able to tell you. So when I turned 40, I had my first exam for prostate cancer. Sure, sure. And uh, they have since developed a PSA test, which is a much, much uh, easier test, and I get the PSA test. I still do. We get a PSA test every six months to be sure that you know, no cancer has come back, right. and I've been, I've been perfectly fine all my life. I've always taken care of my. I was kind of raised that way. Uh-huh. That it's better to be safe than sorry, and it's better to prevent something. Yeah, we talk about uh, it a lot. You get on the regular show. checkups, and if you get enough sleep, yeah. well, hello. I mean, all of us should be living like that. Yeah. And if we are, uh, and we get the checkups, you know, it doesn't take very long. Uh, most men would get checked. You should get checked for prostate cancer when they go in for an annual physical. Correct. And with the physical, you just want to find out that everything's working right. And if it's not working right, you want to figure out what you need to do to try to make things work right before you have some huge uh, medical bill or a heart attack or have to do open-heart surgery. Uh, One of my very good friends just had open-heart surgery. Uh, He thought it was going to be quadruple. It turned out to be three. I don't know. What do they say? (laughs) What is three? Triple? Yeah. Yeah. but, I mean, it was several hundreds of thousands of dollars in cost. Of course, insurance covered it, but it was a horrible thing for him to have to go through. And uh, he's still kind of getting over it, uh, you know, because they crack open your ribs and everything else. I right. mean, how much better, um, you know, and we don't really know what causes that kind of thing. And with him, we don't know. Right. But, you know, I think he probably... You know, he had a few extra pounds, and he probably didn't eat as well as he should have. Sure. Thankfully, they caught it earlier, yeah. so he didn't die of a heart attack. But if people could just learn, you know, learn from my experience, if nothing else, that you need to take control of your health, you need to check to see that everything's right, and uh, hopefully you could live a long and healthy life. And, and, you know, the Bible says that life is but a vapor. Even yes. if we live to be old, 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 life is still a vapor in light of eternity. It's, that's what's really important. But while we're here, you know, we don't want to have aches and pains, be sick and diseased and everything else. We want to be healthy. God gave us these bodies, and uh, He wants to give us life and give life more abundantly. Absolutely. And, and the takeaway there, more than anything else, is... Again, uh, early detection, do annual examinations, and again, lifestyle modifications, all things that we talk about uh, on the show here, health, hope, and inspiration all the time. So thank you for that reminder. My last question, and our time has just flown by, and I thank you for being so candid and so uh, open, is 
at any point as you were walking through this experience and this journey, uh, did your faith ever get challenged? You know, Steve, I think that it's important because sometimes I think people feel like people of faith are on top of the mountain every day and, and they're never challenged. Were you ever challenged at all from a faith perspective with regard to this diagnosis? Uh, obviously, you've worked through and you've gotten on the other side of that. But did you ever feel challenged in your faith at all, sir? Uh, yes, I did. It, never to the point of wanting to die my faith or turn my back on Christ, but I had to kind of work through, why me? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why did this happen to me? And why am I having to go through this? And, you know, I believe that all things work together for good. Yes. I also am enough of a realist to know that it rains on the just and the unjust. Yes. And prostate cancer is part of life. Uh, getting old is part of life. Um and I sort of know that, but boy, when it's, when it's you, it's, it's hard turn. to be philosophical. <laughs> and I had to work through that, and I had to work through it with the Lord. And, um, you know, it's not something somebody else can do for you. You have to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, we thank God for you, sir. We thank God for the work that you have done. And I thank you today for being candid with your, your journey and your testimony. Uh, today, you have heard from Steve Strang, who is the founder and CEO of Charisma Media. And uh, he talks very openly about what God taught him about fear, faith and cancer today, living, thriving and surviving. And we are believing that the best is still yet to come in your life. Thank you so much, Steve. Have a great day and continue to bless the world with the work that you do, sir. Thank you. And God bless you for your good work. That's Percy McRae, our host here with today's guest on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition, naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. You can visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. The toll-free number is 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, you couldn't have picked a better guest to emphasize the uh, important lesson we're trying to learn here today. Well, one thing for sure, uh, Steve is outspoken and he is direct and he is to the point. And with that being said, he made it very clear to us uh, based upon his own experience. And I'd like to frame it within the context of the fact uh, this is a man that spent uh, has spent his life and his ministry and his business in telling stories of others about God and faith. And he now is the subject of his own story. Isn't that interesting? It's very yeah, interesting. Tables are turned. That's exactly right. And and his story is, is that he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. He had to work through the challenges of the mental and emotional uh, and, dare I say, on some cases, physical uh, elements of that and how he worked through that and and the takeaway and some of the bigger points that that rolls out of his spirit and out I think out of his personality is number one he he made the decision to seek other treatment options and again as we often say and as we say on the top of this show 
This show is not intended to be medical advice. No. You're not a doctor, nor am I. We're not giving medical advice to anyone on the show here. So he told his story of the fact that he wanted to seek other treatment options and did so. With that being said, uh, and that worked for him. At the end of the day, the takeaway that I would simply say with respect to that is be mindful of the fact that you have options and choices and to certainly uh, utilize them and ask about them accordingly until you are satisfied with what is being said to you and no one can make that choice or decision for you. And one thing Steve said is that our health, there's nothing more important than our health. Well, And there isn't at the end of the day. And, you know, with that being said, because of that fact, then it speaks to the bigger principle, and that is taking ownership. He said, hey, I had to take ownership. And then I began to follow that accordingly. And so when he did that, that led him down a path and through a process uh, that took him through his journey. But he said that, again, he needed to take ownership and he encouraged others to take ownership. And we want you today, listener, to understand that you are the pilot of your plane and of your ship. Take ownership of your health and follow the signs and symptoms that your body may be suggesting to you. And taking ownership means working to together with professionals. And so the next step of that to that equation is that when you take ownership, then you partner with someone that you trust, that you believe is willing to work with you where you are and on your best interest. And again, that's different for everybody. So again, we can't tell you who those individuals should or should not be. But when you take ownership, then you look for partnership uh, with your healthcare team or physician that you believe are providing you with the best possible options and choices that make sense to you that you can wrap your hand, your head, and your heart around to follow and to follow through with. Don't be a passive patient. Ask questions. If you're not clear about something, ask about it. Ask questions. Challenge your doc, challenge your physician, challenge your care team at the end of the day. And if they truly are uh, people who are in the healthcare profession for the right reason, as the Hippocratic Oath says, first do no harm, they will welcome those questions. Yeah, they, will. They, they will encourage that because now you are an engaged and an informed patient that is partnering with them as they partner back with you. Remember, it's your life. Uh, I think the old adage is, you know, as I think back on the uh, soap operas, you got one life to live (laughs) while the world turns. You know, (laughs) we're living on the edge of night and we're trying to help keep people out of general hospital. (laughs) So with that being said, remember that we are turning toward the guiding light and we want to keep being loving before we leave to go to another world. Well, we have more we want to help you with. And one of the ways we can help is by giving you resources. And this week we're featuring the resource Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. This free download is available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Reducing your risk for cancer means maintaining a balanced diet. It means managing your stress and guarding your immune system and getting active in life. These are the ways that you can reduce the risk of cancer. You can read more about it. Percy wrote this along with help from uh, other colleagues at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And you can download it right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Healthhopeandinspiration.com. You know, according to the American Cancer Society, nearly one out of three people in the U.S. will receive a cancer diagnosis during their lifetime. Caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today. And to address this issue, we've developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this great need. So if you're a pastor or a leader in your church or congregation, we want to invite you to join our growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. And to join is absolutely free. 
When you sign up, you'll receive online access to exclusive leaders' resources. You'll receive information about ministry training opportunities and our informative monthly email newsletter. How do you get it? Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and join the Ministry Leaders Network today. We're so thankful for these folks who are providing this leadership. And at the end of the day, we are simply wanting to partner with you and your constituents. And by the way, you do not have to be a pastor per se to join the Ministry Leaders Network. If you are involved in your local church, if you are a lay leader, if you are involved in any way in supporting people with cancer, uh, you need to become a member of this free program that will allow you to have access to resources and encouragement and possible free upcoming trainings that will allow you to better support God's people in your local faith community. I'm so glad we had the chance to talk about these things here today, taking responsibility for our own life and health. And we heard from Steve Strang here today. We also heard you quote scripture earlier in the program. Can we circle back and cover that one more time? Well, now that we've talked about taking ownership and taking control and partnership with regard to our health, the scripture that we read earlier now will make a lot of sense, Wayne, and that is 1 Corinthians, the sixth chapter, verse 19 and 20, our spiritual nugget reminds us and mandates to us, what, comma, uh, question mark, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. In other words, God has given something to us that he's paid a pretty big price for, that he's expecting us to understand that that doesn't belong to us, but we're responsible for it. Verse 20, for ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God. Well, how do I glorify God, Wayne? I want to glorify the Lord. Just glorify, magnify the Lord. Well, here he tells us, for you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. Not just words, there, is it? Yeah, no, it's not just reading the scripture. It's not just praying. There's something that we need to physically do with our beings. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Today, reminding, reminding you that you owe a debt to God with the physical body that you have, and he's expecting us to do some things with that. We were told today by uh, Steve, we need to take ownership of our, our health care. We need to uh, seek out whatever available treatment options works best for us, and then partner with a health care provider that will allow us to move along the pathway of continued good health and well-being as it is the will of God for us to do. Remember, to get your free resource, Reducing Your Risk of Cancer, go online to healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McCray, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy, God bless, and we'll see you next time. Continue good health to you, but remember, we've got work to do, so let's go keep chopping some wood. God You've bless. listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person. 
body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.